Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone? And welcome back. We're back. Welcome we took back. A, we took a bit of a hiatus. Welcome back. I went off with my beautiful wife, and she brought a <laughs> child into the earth. I was just, Way to not say we have I was baby. there. I mean, yeah. you have a child now, yes. but you didn't have the baby. Exactly. I'm never going to say that after being there. It, that is her. She did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we took a little break. Uh, we had had plans maybe like that Thursday before to try to... Because remember, I took home the microphone. I was like, I'll... We can do yeah. a remote one. Okay, honey, this is... What are you doing? <laughs> if you hear that in the background, that is... That's honey. Honey, she just Robbie's had a dog moment. that now just she's fine. took off sprinting and ran headfirst into the golf simulator bay. She likes that. <laughs> I usually think like she sees it and thinks that it's like green pastures and wants to run to it, but the screen's, screen's off. On, so Screen's off right At now. At this point, she doesn't care anything about any of that stuff. She, I've got video of her... Um, I need to just post it on social so I can link people to it. I, I finally called her doing it. I'll come in in the morning and she just kind of has the zoomies a little bit. Yeah. And she has learned that uh, if, you're, if you've ever been to one of those like trampoline parks and they've got the kind of the tilted ones <laughs> the that wall. are kind of on the wall, <laughs> the wall. you can jump into the wall and bounce out. Oh, here she she's, goes. Look, she's like, yes. Oh, no, she's just, I don't know what she's doing. But she will run <laughs> full sp- speed into the screen and then jump about a foot shy of it. And hit it sideways and oh, let you it bounce got it. Yeah. back off. You like got to post it on your personal. So she one hundred percent knows what she's doing. It's not like oh, I think it's grass. It's not that she no. she likes to jump off of the screen. No, she's parkour. Yeah, she's, it's, it's definitely a corgi parkour. Yeah, she's 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 a wild woman. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, we took a little break, um, but we're back and excited to chat. Uh, we've got a few things to chat about today. Yep. I was like, chat a few things chat a few things we're gonna chat a few things is what i was about to say i don't even know what i'm talking about it'll take a little bit we gotta get back in the groove here <laughs> gotta, joe's, gotta get, joe's got newborn brain yeah too. i'm like i slept but not really and here we are we're doing I only it. take I only take half of what joe says right now yeah face value. <laughs> who knows most of them like mm, we'll see <laughs> what is he talking about it's gibberish <laughs> yeah um so let's start with uh, a video that we put out last last week yes that was last week doesn't matter when you're listening to this it could be be three weeks old it could be two months old it doesn't it doesn't matter yeah um but we we wanted to do a video about geforce now because the one that we had done years ago when we looked it up it it was two years one i thought we did one a little sooner than that but maybe not maybe we did the 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 original one and then there was maybe one when i I did look it up today when doing that post i did look it up it hit chromebooks and like the browser in august of 2020 so uh, not quite four years ago when we filmed it over in the the studio that was probably a little bit after that after that one was like the day after was it okay dang i'm guessing i'd we had filmed that already, and mm-hmm. so, or I don't know, I don't know how we did that, but um, it was one or two days apart. I'm pretty sure. Like I did the hey, it's available, and I noticed it was COVIDy because uh, I'm holding uh, a Chromebook. I don't remember which Chromebook it is now, um, but I'm holding a Chromebook, and it's got Fortnite on the screen, and it's in my 
uh, kind of the foyer of the house uh-huh. when you first walk in. And I'm like, oh, I was taking, like, I was working at home, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I don't tend to do, like, ever. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I knew it was uh, it was definitely a COVID situation. <laughs> um, but, you know, the timeline lines up, obviously. They're celebrating four years now of, of GeForce Now. Four yeah. years. Which also means four years since, just about since COVID hit. I mean, think about a month from now, well, a month, five weeks from now will be roughly the the period of time when it started showing up like becoming real i'll never forget like it it'll be burned in my memory forever like it's like 9 11 watching like, that we, we were, were we were in that office up front and i remember john who's NCAA. still here, coming in and telling uh-huh. us the sec tournament was canceled and uh-huh. i was like uh-oh <laughs> like this is real like this is not just something that's going to pass you know yeah. it's not the bird flu yeah you know it's like uh what no that's happening and it just all it's, man it, it all crumbled and it's, so fast it's from that wild point. how how we adapt you know how i mean obviously like generally speaking i think um you know most people kind of followed the rules and did what everyone said to do and we we shut down for the most part you know i mean especially in your bigger cities around here you know i think things still shut down maybe oh, yeah. to a little bit of a lesser degree but but i feel like yeah because it took longer for it to kind of hit right yeah so the, the hospitals weren't overrun like our hospital here got close to being to the point where they were gonna have to turn people away at yeah. one point yeah um just crazy yeah. but it's so funny like how wild that was and like how it, in that moment it felt like like what is this like what is going on and is this going to end like what it, there was so many unknowns two weeks, and we man. adapted two weeks to flatten the curve <laughs> yeah and we and we did all of these things and it was like this this whole wild thing and just a few years later we're just like back to normal just, yep you know it's so it's wild how quickly we can adapt as humans the only thing uh, <laughs> that really changed with that is like the other day i was at the grocery store and the lady's walking around with a mask on and it literally didn't shock me i was, I was listening just, my first thought was man. just like uh either she's sick or she's super paranoid still about covid or something yeah. i don't know but it's like now i don't like used to before covid i'm like what the hell is she doing like why yeah. she got a face mask on like, yeah it almost was like it was weird. weird yeah and now it's like yeah whatever well and it's so funny i was listening to darn it i don't remember i was listening to some podcasts and they were talking about how you know, in the before times, you would see someone with the mask, and you're like, "Oh man, like they're they're sick." Something's it was weird. It was weird. weird that they were wearing a mask. And then during the pandemic, if you saw someone without a mask, you were like, "What the heck?" Like yep. it was so it was so funny how quickly it shifted. And now we're back to that phase of like, you see people. My favorite is seeing people driving in their cars with their masks. That's on. the best. And I'm That's like, best. come on, what are you doing? Uh, but you know, whatever. And now you see people with masks, and you're like, oh, like. I don't know. It's maybe funny. they're being careful. Maybe, maybe they're, they're maybe they're careful. Maybe they're paranoid. They still, yeah, still but, think COVID's gonna get them. Yeah. Anywho, uh, GeForce Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can go off on a tangent here, but well, I mean, I think it's it's important to kind of settle it in a timeline, and that's yeah, like this right. really concrete way to go. Okay, well, that's when it that's when it hit. Like, because it's it's tempting to almost feel like I mean they were doing cloud gaming with uh, Nvidia Shield for years before that even. But like GeForce Now being their like cloud streaming service didn't really hit kick in until uh, until February obviously of 2020. Was, um, and it's weird to think that they did that right before the pandemic hit. And and I don't know. For me, it's the the pandemic screwed up my timetable a lot. Like I massive. So there's part of me it feels like we've not like GeForce Now is still new and it's all brand new. It's like a new thing because it's, it's like, like time. 
got met really messed up for a couple years. Very, it, it's like it moved very slow as far as like progress on certain things and like right. And so progress went slow, but time was blurry, and so it's just, yeah. it's just weird. It's like it. I, part of me feels like it's been here forever, and then part of me feels like they're just getting started. It's still getting, yeah, it's still like, getting it's started. Yeah, four years. Like that's not a short amount of time. Like. I don't know. It was I, when that when I saw that pop up, I was like, four years." <laughs> that is funny. Has it been four, and I was like, "Maybe they're talking about back when the shield thing, and maybe that that's what they're talking about." And so I went and looked. I'm like, "This happened during COVID? Like what? <laughs> Man, my brain's not tracking with this." Was that so. one? Was that one that? So we filmed that one before kind of lockdown and everything. Yeah. So that would have been fil- no, no, no. This was this is. After the crazy lockdown, so was that after summer? Was that one of the ones that we came August. over here and filmed with masks and like we were like, let's film no, and then I, leave? And no, because we did that that kind of stuff. That behavior was happening in like April and May. Yeah, because uh, we were trying to be really careful. Obviously, you didn't want to keep filming. Like you're trying to figure out like what's everybody else doing. Like mm-hmm. we don't want to look like we don't want to get crucified here over a video. Like making one video is not that important uh, for us to get like totally canceled on social media for you know. Not not flattening the curve, right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> when we were being careful, even when we were here, but nobody knows what you're doing, and so a, a fake narrative can come up if it wants to. And so, you know, we were careful, but I'm pretty sure that was like in the April May time frame when yes. everybody was still like, we don't know what this thing is, we don't know when it's going to end, we don't know how we're going to fight it, we don't have a vaccine, like we're we're just fumbling all over the place. By August September, when we put those videos out, like I think we were. I, I'm pretty sure we were back here. Yeah. I mean, being careful, obviously. Still, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because then Omicron came at the, was that, yeah, it was early 2021. Yes. Because that's what got CES mm-hmm. the second time, or the, no, I think the Omicron was end of 2021. I think, I think we just yeah, saw the, the peak again, just from regular old COVID. Yeah. Because um, it went way down in the summer and it kind of felt like we were out of the woods. And yeah. Then it all. I remember like Thanksgiving weekend, it all just went bonkers again because <laughs> everybody's like, I think it's okay. We're yeah, good. Let's we're go. <laughs> Let's all go have dinner together. Wrong. Gosh, what yeah. a weird time. Crazy. But yeah, I mean, you, yeah, it you, does, you seed it in that time. It does like, help okay. to. It's been around a while. Mm-hmm. You know, GeForce Now has been, been with us for a little bit. And, and I feel like they maybe have just caught their stride in the last year, year and a half, something like that. Um, because early on, you know, they had Stadia to contend with. Xbox was Xbox still has their thing, but it's just I don't know anyone that uses it or yeah, whatever. I, they just kind of have it. I think for they're the not game. really promoting. It's it. like their Game Pass people. It's like, hey, also this if you know you need it. You know, you probably have an Xbox. You're probably not going to use this that often, but every once in a while, if you just want to play your game and for whatever reason you're somewhere you can't, you could stream it if you want if it's on here. Um, Luna, I think, is on its deathbed. Amazon's thing. Yeah, I, I, I have not seen anything out of Luna in yeah. so a it's minute. Like of all of them, you know, GeForce Now is the one that kind of rose above, you know. And NVIDIA's got, obviously got the chops to figure it out, you know. I thought they and Google would have been, I mean, I thought Amazon had a pretty good leg up too. And, I mean, you think about Xbox with, uh, you know, Microsoft's server capabilities. You know, it's like if you got all those pieces, all of them should have had the ability to do it. And it's just deciding how much time you're going to spend on it. And NVIDIA always, to me, I was like, they're the clear ones that should win this. They're, their main business is gaming. Like, you know, the, the GeForce 
RTX and all that stuff. Like I don't get too much into it, but you know, if you want to, if you want to be build a gaming PC, what what GPU are you gonna go get? Go get the Nvidia one. You forty. Know, what are they on now? Forty. Forty eighty. Eighty. Forty ninety. I think now. But I mean, like, it's not a question of if like you want the best thing. It's not a question of well, do I get an AMD one or do I, you know which Nvidia GeForce thing am I gonna get? You know which model? And so it's like they had that leg up and probably had to figure some things out with servers and and how to exactly to do that at scale. Uh, but it feels like once they got that figured out. The, the hardware they have in their servers, they've got the leg up because they they know the best ways to leverage those GPUs. And, man, they've figured some stuff out. It's just, it's so good. Yeah. It, it works so well. Um, and there's still, you know, some little jagged edges around the corners and stuff. You know, like sometimes you'll load a game in like that. Uh, the um, I keep forgetting the name of it all day. I've forgotten the name of it. Uh, the new game that Overwatch. I'm like, my brain was thinking like Watchtower. <laughs> Watchtower. You know, like a good old a, Watchtower game. That's a that's something different, I think. Well, there's a, the other game that's older game, something. Uh, they announced Diablo. Diablo 4. And Overwatch. Launched. So those two games launched yesterday. Yeah. Um, so you could play them. So I hopped in this morning. I was like, I've never played Overwatch. Uh, it's super fun. Like, I liked it a lot. So. I'd like to think I'll play it more. I don't know if I will. I mean, there's a reason I end up playing mobile games all the time. It's because the 15, 20 minutes I got here and there, that's what's on me. My phone's here, so it's like I'm. I don't. I don't. I. I don't remember the last time I've sat down and had a like gaming session. Like, hey, I'm going to sit Hour, down and play games. You know, two hours. Yeah, I just yeah. don't do that. You know, and and if I'm going to do that, like the games that I get invested in over time are my mobile games, like PUBG Mobile and Call of Duty Mobile, and so. It ends up if I'm going to sit down for thirty or forty minutes and play. For me, that's a long, a long session. I'm like, well, I want to play one of these. I've been, you know, grinding to get whatever thing on those games. So it's just kind of a circle that keeps me locked into that a little bit. But I, I, I always want to be someone who's going to play GeForce now. But at least now with everything they're doing, you have that option I on do. a Chromebook. Like, you know? and, and everywhere I go, it, I've, I've tethered my phone and played it. You know, it's like. It's pretty playable without having to have some massive connection. I mean, you still need a decent connection, but when I say that, it's like 20, 30 megs or something like that. Yeah, you don't have to have like gigs you right. know, service. You don't, you don't yeah, have you don't to have, have anything have crazy. A, a pristine uh, connection. Obviously, it makes everything better if you do, but you don't have to. Um, but yeah, in the last few weeks, like I know they launched better, like higher resolution on Android. Uh, I think it was capped at 1080 before. I think it'll be 1440 now. Um, which, you know, it's interesting to think about, like flipping the the fold open and hooking a controller to it. Like if they could ever figure out like passing gyro from the phone to these games or even gyro and controllers, like I would be super interested to play some of these games and be able to leverage a gyro controller. That would be pretty amazing. Um, there's this controller on Amazon I want to get. It's like 50 bucks. And I keep talking myself out of it. It's wired. Actually, no, they make a wireless one for like 15 bucks more. It's bonkers. So the left-hand side of it is a regular stick, like a controller stick. It's got shoulder buttons, all that kind of stuff, buttons on the face. But then the entire right-hand side where the lower controller would be like on an Xbox, it's a touchpad. And so you end up being able to aim with your right stick the way that you would aim on a phone, which I feel like That's is dope. way more precise. Um, than trying to use a stick. I, I feel like an analog stick is is not the best. 
Like I feel like it's for me because I play mobile games a lot. Aiming with my thumb on a touch screen or a touchpad would be number one. Uh, mouse would be number two, and then a thumbstick would be number three. Thumbstick, like there, there's an, I don't know. We can put uh, that candle at number four, three. Thumbstick <laughs> goes down to like number six. I'd put some other things in there too, like wow. the coat rack. Maybe I'm terrible. I'm so bad. Yeah. Like I, I, it'd be like anytime me trying, you know I'm like pointing all over the place trying to you know get the stinking reticle on something. Uh, I just I struggle with it, and I know people you know play with them all the time and get really good at it. It's just something I would have to do. Which then I go back to my story before. I don't have a lot of time to sit and play them. So when I do sit down to play and try to force myself to use a controller, I'm so bad it makes me not want to play anymore. And so it's like it's an endless, big learning curve endless and, cycle yeah. there. Yeah, uh, especially when you're playing these competitive games, and so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know, thinking about it, because I'm like, man, it'd be fun with that GeForce would, Now if it works yeah. uh, the way it's supposed to. But, I mean, all the GeForce Now games work with keyboard, mouse, and controller. Like, they all work like a PC game, and that's what this thing basically tells. It reports as both. Um, so it's it's telling the PC, part of me is a controller, part of me is just a mouse. Huh. And so you can use both at the same time. And It's like 60 bucks. I'm like, hmm. It'd be kind of cool. Robbie it'd will. Be, it'd be fun to make a video on. Yeah, like, Robbie will now. report back next week on YouTube. You what can I watch. Really, what I really, really would like to have instead, though, is uh, some sort of controller that works with gyro aiming um, for GeForce Now. I just apparently there's something about that about maybe passing that control to like there are controllers that have gyro. I think PlayStations have it, and maybe Xboxes, the newer ones. Uh, obviously. Uh, the Nintendo Switch has gyro aiming on it. Like I love that on Splatoon. It's really cool. Um, that would be that would be the perfect solution. So I can deal with thumbsticks if I can use tilt on my controller to yeah, yeah, yeah. fine tune the aim. That would be a plus. But not a thing yet. Hopefully one day they'll yeah. they'll do that and maybe then I could be a controller guy. Well, I think I think we got to try this, uh, this this other one this first. I, mean, I, I think that's. I need to pull. I need to pull this yeah. thing up so you can see it. Uh, yeah, that I think that needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think for, for the price, it'd be different. If it was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, two hundred bucks stupid, or something. But, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think I kept it. You got to save that. Sa- you got to save that kind of money for golf stuff. You know, one hundred percent. Can't be spending my money on that stuff. Uh, oh I man, I have to pull it up later. Um, so, I'll find it and we'll we'll link it in the description. Yeah. So did we uh, did we talk about um, did we talk about some of the new stuff? in the podcast already as far as because i feel like we had a segment where we talked through the the um commercial that they had at the game awards yeah, that was actually before uh the last because we talked about some of that already yeah i think so let me let me let me pull this up and just see what we so i feel like we talked about. about that news after ces but in this video you can you can go watch and and see and i will say like we're trying to figure out <laughs> screen recording for uh, some golf projects stuff, screen recordings on the simulator. Screen recording on GeForce Now is for that recording was at 30 frames. And so there's sections, and I tried, I uploaded two different versions even. It was at 1080, 30. All of our main footage is 4K upscaling it normally makes it look a little better but there were times when i thought it looked a little weird 
But then I think overall the 4K still looked better. I do too. And so, but it's like, you know, you're getting all this weird compression and stuff. Like, you just need to go try it for yourself and, yeah. and so check the, it out. The and the day, day passes, passes or, should be out in the next week or so. Right. Um, so, like, six bucks or something. Yeah. You got 24 hour rolling window. We start 6 p.m., ends at 6 yeah. p.m. the next day. Which is so and, cool. And I love can, that they're doing that. Yeah. And you can, you know, I, there's part of me, it's like, that's cool, but part of me also thinks like why not just do a 24 hour free trial free trial but i think the thing is with free trials is that they know gamers are crafty they'll they'll just go create umpteen million gmail addresses infinite just, gmails yeah, yeah. And just keep free trial on their way through and then you know even if it takes 15 minutes to hook up all your accounts if you're really trying to play one or two games it probably wouldn't take you that long to get it all set back up again yeah. and if you play a couple so times a week you, you just put, use that you, know, as you your... put a couple <laughs> bucks on the table for you know to make people like if you're going to try it it's fine we'll do it at a drastically reduced price but it's going to keep you from gaming the system a little bit um so I, I get why they're doing it i would love for, to see some sort of free trial though uh even if it's like a, for ultimate for instance like It'd be really cool if they offered just like a one hour. Just, yeah, just just hop just in so and can see get it. in and see it in action. Like you don't have to get in there and, and go conquer some game or something. Or, like or you're just, just gonna go check it out and you want to see it actually working and try it for yourself. Or what about maybe a like demo, like playground type thing where you could hop in to an it's just ultimate one game. It's one game. You literally or like just they get have to, a couple different games like in different genres. Yeah, like, so you can go see it. And you that just hop in and play for, you know, you get to go in there and it's limited. You know, you're not hopping into matches or nothing, but you get to see what it looks like. And again, like the video doesn't do it justice. Like we wanted to doesn't. do that just to, you can still see some of the reflections and, and you can see, you know, the the uh, latency. I mean, you can hear it because like, we, yeah. we're using our good mics and everything. Like You can hear when he's clicking and it's firing on the screen. And, you know, it's still just not like sitting and looking at the screen and so no. you need to just go try it out but but yeah man four years that is that is wild it does not in my mind i don't think it feels like that long but then at the and same it time it feels like it's been around for a while right it's not maybe weird. that's also just because like you said the shield stuff was around before maybe yeah it's a little bit of that but it's a little bit of covid too mm -hmm. i think you yeah. know like i remember remarking the other day that it's been four years since covid kicked in i was like wait what but also it doesn't feel like that long ago but also it feels like it's just, i don't know it's weird i think it just messed with our collective ability to put things in in time you know in our memory uh freaking weird but yeah the um so what did the, they do the, for the four year thing like what, yeah, what all just they? announcing new games and stuff okay. and they're just saying it's you know four years old um but you know the the stuff that they've added over the last year and a half so it really makes the whole thing special and the fact that they're getting you know they they signed that deal with microsoft um and i thought at first it was like oh it's xbox game pass games is what's going to happen and it's like no it was, it was more of a collective agreement for all the properties that microsoft's involved with um somehow they're involved with blizzard and activision because i i don't did the activision microsoft thing ever actually go through I know they were trying to get it blocked, and it was a I think big it, deal. And so part of Microsoft basically signing up with GeForce Now was to try to get some goodwill for that thing to go through. I just don't know if it ever did or not. Um, and so when they did so, the, whatever part of Microsoft is involved with Activision and Blizzard kind of came along with that. And so that's why we're seeing like Diablo and uh, Overwatch and stuff like that. Uh, Call of Duty. What is the oh the finals? It has nothing to do with that. But finals is a big title that's new. 
the new Prince of Persia game launched uh, like on platforms, but it also launched on GeForce Now at the same time. Cyberpunk's there, like all these big games. Like I'm not a gamer, so I really only know like the buzzword titles, and most of them are on GeForce Now now. And two years ago, that just wasn't the case. Two years ago, it was like all these developers are like fighting nvidia like get my game off your platform you know because i'm pretty sure they just launched and everything that was on steam they're like it was stream it was available yeah and it it got like hammered shut down pretty hard like to the point where i was a little concerned early on that they were going to be able to get out of that like to to still keep users around because they lost so many games um but you know they've done the they've done the due diligence and the hard work and done it the right way I still think it's a little ridiculous. Um, if I if I buy a title, if you if you as a developer put your game on Steam and say I can buy it, purchase it, and download it to whatever PCs I've got connected to my Steam account and play it, why if can't I connect I? my Steam account to some random server? Who cares? Like, because I can't run my instance of GeForce Now multiple places. If if I lent my, you my password and stuff, and then I want to hop in and play, guess what? It's going to kick you off, or it's going to kick me off. Like, so there you go. It's already built in. It's one PC at a time, basically. And I get, you know, that the license technically is getting distributed through some sort of. I don't know how they deal with all that stuff. Their on server the back stuff end. on the back end, yeah. But clearly, it's it's taken care of and it's working. And so I'm like, what difference does it make? Like, it's not like I'm buying this game and I can just share it with a hundred people. Like. It's no different than if I bought it and installed it on my PC. Like it's zero difference, and so that I think that whole thing is just ludicrous anyway. And why these developers and you know, these companies were fighting Nvidia so hard at the beginning of this, and it's still not like one hundred percent, obviously, because you would have all of Steam's games just up and ready to go. Anything on Steam would be available, and some of these other like Epic and these other stores, they can do whatever they want. You know, it's their stuff. But why they're pushing back man it just makes no sense to me like you have people that want to play your games that want to buy your game and this is just the platform they want to play it on sell them the game like what i don't i don't get it like it, it, there's it, it's the got licensing be, is so bonkers yeah it's, it's yeah it, it has to be because it's you know these these distributed servers that geforce now is leveraging and somehow <laughs> because of that these and I get it. It's like the I, I understand that you look working. at that and go, whoa, 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 wait a second, what's going on? But the minute that NVIDIA comes back and says, well, well here's, only one person here's how we do it. And you can only use that license and that game, that downloaded game, one place, one at a time. Oh, okay. Yeah. the Yeah. Game it's, licensing and all that, I'm sure, is a whole different freaking realm of yeah, but <laughs> who knows. The good news is you've got a bunch of big titles finally kind of relenting on that stuff. And I think that's just going to tip everything over. Like, I so, think people are going to realize, like, oh, yeah, they're... If those big companies who stand to lose a lot, a lot, if the licensing stuff isn't doing what it needs to be doing, then the smaller indie games that I think a lot of people are looking for and they haven't really dipped a toe in this, I think we'll hopefully get to the point where they're like, oh, yeah, it's okay. We can do this too. Um, Because what it should be, hopefully, eventually will be, at least with Steam uh, games, anything that's on Steam, the default should be it's available every once in a while there won't be one versus most of them aren't available and we're starting to get more. Like, I think that that, that will eventually flip like where it's just, everybody's like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We didn't know what you were doing and we weren't sure, but now that we understand and we're seeing that there's a, a growing number of people doing it. Cause that was the other thing. It was, it was early. Um, 
you know, you had players like Stadia and Luna and nobody was really sure if this was going to take off and like hardcore gamers make fun of it, probably still do, uh, of game streaming, but NVIDIA is like staying the course. And I, I, from bigger companies, I love seeing this kind of stuff. Like they're just like, don't care. We're just going to keep, we're going to keep plugging away and doing it the right way because we're so confident that eventually this is going to be the way a lot of people play games. We're just going to keep, keep grinding. We're going to keep making it better, but we're also going to keep doing the right things from a relationship standpoint to, to, to make this product the best thing it can be. And, uh, it's so much better than it was. And I'm like, man, four more years. What's this thing going to be like? Yeah. The library is going to be massive. And I don't, every once in a while I've got a hiccup here and there. So I get rid of those, I suppose. I, I don't know. I, just, I sat in, this was, this was, uh, pre, pre baby. I shout out to, shout out to AT&T for giving me, uh, six months of ultimate through signing up for some fiber, uh, service oh, yeah. at, at my, at my new house. So I got in, got in, got set up and set and played for, I mean, gosh, at least, at least you, an hour, maybe more. Um, that was on the, that was on the, uh, is that on the dragonfly? Yeah, it was no, on the dragonfly. Though. Yeah, it was on the dragonfly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wanted the, to do it on the, the dragonfly and not do it on the. On the next the Mac, thing I want to see is some of these, you know, twenty thirty dollar streaming things or the apps that come on TVs. Oh yeah, get yeah better. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be the next. And GeForce is probably sitting there going, "Hey, hey, wait a second. <laughs> You're, don't don't accuse us. It's not our fault. It's not. Um, generally speaking, there's a couple things on TVs. One, the latency on TVs is usually set to be pretty bad because it doesn't need to be good when you're watching live tv who cares like let the tv get all the information in and present it to you nice and coordinated instead of trying to rush it to you because if you are three seconds behind on the sitcom you're watching yeah or nobody cares yeah yeah, it doesn't matter or even a sports live sports event like it's not that big of a deal uh in most cases um and so um you know, you got to go turn that off one for input latency. Um, but most of them have game modes now. And so they, they kind of get around it with that. But the, the cheaper streaming dongles, uh, my guess is the Bluetooth stack in them is probably just, not just, great. They like went and got the cheapest one they could find. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the the, the hardware is probably not great. The software is probably, you know, enough to pair up the remote and stuff. Um, and you all almost always end up getting latency in the controller. And so, I think GeForce now getting to it's fine. It's the controller's response to the television that's not been good. It was so, it was this last round, probably around CES when you had it loaded up. Oh, yeah. You were even having trouble getting the oh. controllers paired up yeah, to, the controller to the Chromecast. And it was like so frustrating because I'm like, I just want to see because yeah, we were talking about GeForce now, and I was like, I wonder if it's gotten better, and it, that's when it hit me that it's it's not that's not the problem. It mm-hmm. really isn't because I guarantee you, I can get the shield out and. And my shield that's five years old probably is probably fine. Five or six, yeah. Because they, when they designed that thing, they obviously made sure the Bluetooth was in a place to do really well with Bluetooth controllers. Google on at Walmart, they're not thinking about Bluetooth controller latency. They don't care. Oh, it took an extra millisecond or two for your button to you know select the show you want to watch. Nobody cares about that, and so you know the eventually I think it'll get it'll get to the point where game streaming is prevalent enough um, a you might see televisions get better with their Bluetooth stacks to make sure like hey we want to make sure our, the stack of Bluetooth that we have is going to work well with you know, Xbox PlayStation controllers and stuff uh, and then these these streaming dongles also kind of taking note of that and going Ugh. 
you know, we could put that on our box, you know, works well with GeForce now or, you know, great for cloud gaming because right now they're not. They're all pretty we, terrible. We need a we need a uh, Chromecast with Google TV Ultra. Uh, we've Pro. said that a hundred times. Pro. Pro Ultra. Ultra. Pro Pro Ultra Max. Pro that's a joke. Ultra Max. That's a joke that just keeps keeps giving. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry everyone. I know we do that every time we talk about a pro or ultra device, but it's just great. It's just funny. Um so so yeah, I I think like the cool thing that the coolest part of all of this is GeForce Now is continuing to improve like that is to me the most exciting part is that they're not just like all right yeah we'll we'll set you know we're gonna keep kind of working at it but it's just kind of there and yeah, it feels it's, like yeah, they're dialed they in. are like freaking rocking and rolling on it yeah. and, and and like you said who better to do that because they have all the the gaming knowledge and oh, yeah. and when we saw the demo at ces la, not last year a little you, over a year ago a little over a year ago um 2023 CES, uh, they're using terms that I'm like, like yeah, they, what are you all talking about? I was reaching back they're, over my head. Yeah. Like, nope, <laughs> what, nope, missed that missed one. Missed that one. Like, they're using terms about latency that I'm just like, whoa, you guys. But they know it. They they live it. Like, that mm-hmm. is their freaking world, you know? So it's, it's bonkers. They figured out, like, here's the whole stack of things that create latency from the time you <laughs> yeah. push the button to the time the action's on the screen, here are all the factors. And you don't, most people don't think about them. You know, you don't think about the local Bluetooth latency. You don't think about the latency of the screen. Yep. You know, your, your, how long it takes your monitor to actually react when signal is sent to it. Like, yeah. you don't think about the, the latency that exists in an Xbox. Yeah, you your know, console like, sending it. Yeah. They, all have, they all have latency. And so they went and measured all of them, PCs, Xbox, all that kind of stuff, um, in order to figure out, like, what's... What's the amount of latency that most people are fine with and don't think about? Or that isn't, like, recognizable. You right. know, that, that, that you can sit and play and not think, oh, why is it? Why is there a little lag? Right. Like, and what so, is that number? I don't even know? know what the, I don't remember what they were, but they had that number and figured out, like, in general, this is what most people end up dealing with latency-wise. Like, whether it's a PC or, or Xbox or PlayStation, PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. Like, this is the number... And so they're like, if we can figure out ways to really reduce it, because um, you latency happens at the motherboard level too. Like all those things affect latency because it's just signals traveling, right? And so they they basically figured out, hey, on our end, if we can take these servers that are just wildly high powered pod things, you know, with Nvidia Reflex and blah blah blah, you know, technology. If we can take that and say, okay, generally your computer would have this much latency just in the in the motherboard and getting the signal back out to the display, like just in the computer itself is going to have this much latency. What if we can cut that down? Because we're talking milliseconds here on everything. What if we can cut that down on our end so that, yes, there's going to be latency from the server to your device over the internet. But you can't get rid of that. So how can, where are other places we can cut latency? And so that's what they went and did. And... You know, that that was in 2020, early 2023, and they're showing like, hey, we've measured latency. We have less latency from button push to action on screen than you do playing an Xbox locally. I mean, it's within a few milliseconds. That's insane. I mean, it's just it's insane. And so, like, that was shocking. a year ago. That's, that's <laughs> shocking. That's shocking. Um, and that was a year ago. And so it's, you know, they've done more. They've got... Uh, CES they announced I don't know if it's working yet or not I don't have a monitor that does that mine's the AMD version of it but uh, they've got the um, 
What's NVIDIA's G-Sync? G-Sync. And I'm pretty sure that one has it. We okay. need to test it. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. And Almost I don't even know certain. How we that that is it. a gaming monitor. Okay, I'm, I'm oh, pointing. I'm pointing well, like I've, everyone sees. Mine's got mine's got AMD FreeSync. Right. I'm AMD's almost certain version. this one has G-Sync. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I bet they're able to push that over the cloud somehow. I, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool and, stuff. And, and they just keep pushing new yeah. stuff. And, and and they'll upgrade those ultimates. Uh, they will once the new big GPUs come yeah. out. They'll they'll do that so that you can get ray tracing. And that's the nice thing. Never have to wait for upgrades. Never have to, or upgrades, updates, none of that stuff. Like It's, in, it's just going to get the next best thing. It's and, what we love about Chrome OS. And you, you know? log in and your game's ready to go. There's no like, oh, you have an update. Oh. You know, and like my kids do it on might on take an hour, you Fortnite know, on your time. device, on your yeah, console. It's like, oh well, yeah. you, you on play later, right? You know, go do something else for a little bit. And it's like never ever have yeah, to think about that. It's wild. It's cool stuff. And like I said, we made the video. We'll link that. Go check it out. Four years old, but, but yeah, but Happy also, birthday, but also go go try it out for yourself. Seriously, go do it. Go go try it out. It's it's very very cool and the fact that you can do it on a chromebook is just freaking awesome go get you a gaming chromebook any chromebook by the way (laughs) i mean but if you want to feel like a gamer well you know go get you a gaming better on the especially the lenovo or the acer the gaming chromebook the 516 ge is just great i I always leave out the asus because it's never on sale and it's only on sale at asus it's like 900 dollars. yeah it's awesome the the vibe but it's super expensive uh at least the ge and I think Lenovo as well, the the big Lenovo gaming Chromebook, both qualify it, for Chromebook Plus as well. Right, the and they've both CX thirty four vibe does not because yeah. it has a seven twenty p camera. Ouch! Oof! One little one <laughs> little component. Ouchie! That, that might have added sixty five cents to the bottom line to change from a seven twenty p to ten eighty p camera. It's like <laughs> that hurts. And you think, but you, it was never would, distributed would, widely, so it's like whatever. yeah. But you would think they they knew. They knew the spec when they put that device I out. No you idea. would think because no they idea. said eighteen months, right? Is what they told I us thought, for Chromebook I Plus. So. I don't know. Anywho, um, but yeah, it's it's GeForce Now is great. It's great on any Chromebook. It's, yeah, but those, it's, those two specifically have uh, sixteen by ten, uh, fourteen forty p. Uh, 120 hertz screens. Yeah, so just, I'm pretty sure they have the same panel. Uh, and but our, and when they worked with when Google worked with GeForce Now to kind of do the whole gaming launch back in late 2022, um, I'm pretty sure that was part of the spec. So you can go in and actually tell GeForce Now, I want, I want Quad HD. I want the 16 by 10 Quad HD. I want 120 hertz Quad HD. And and you do all that on these gaming purposed Chromebooks. It does yeah. make a difference. It's mm-hmm. pretty wild looking. Yeah. Uh, and I love being able to turn that on. I got to always manually do it, but my screen is a quad HD, a quad HD 120 hertz uh, on my desk. So any Chromebook I plug in, I always crank that stuff up and play on my on my second screen because it's fancy. awesome. You fancy. I am fancy. You fancy. Um, so yeah, go check out GeForce Now. Uh, next up, let's talk about a Chromebook Plus review that we just put out. We are trying our best oh, folks we're doing it. we are we are gonna knock out these reviews the rest of these chromebook pluses i want to the I, timing was just no boy the enough. timing was just not great and not on google's end it wasn't their fault no no on our end on our end 100 you know i you know it's just me and robbie here folks i don't know if you all know this yeah um there was a point in time when we had some some more people we had some additional help but uh market and economics uh have put us in a place now where it's me and robbie and we're grinding and we're doing all we can do and 
these reviews just take time and we're trying to figure out a way to streamline the reviews this this 515 is the most streamlined of them but it's for good reason toy. yeah but for good reason we can we, i, I want to talk a little bit about these reviews and how they're all kind of the same we'll, we'll yeah we'll, we'll get to that but you know um these these just all we got them all in and we were kind of working through them um yeah my my kind of personal life has been crazy and we're we're doing all we can to to get them knocked out but in the past, a review, the way that we used to do reviews, um, would take uh, a uh, week. Like days, basically. A week, essentially. I mean, yeah. it, would, it would be a week's amount of work. And we have streamlined things. I'd love your feedback on the kind of streamlined uh, review. All the information's there. It's just... Um, we can get a bit self-indulgent sometimes on sure. filming. And, um, you know, I have a certain... Uh, aesthetic and a certain uh, quality that I always try to hit with with our content and that can I'm a perfectionist and I can take that a bit too far sometimes and I think at the end of the day the information is what's most important and we need to show off the device we need to show people if they're thinking about buying this thing we still need to show them the bottom we need to show them the the ports we need to show them the screen we have different shots of the screen but how can we do that in a way that takes a day instead of four days you know so yeah this one uh filming how long did you take to edit it was still a solid uh, it was still a solid probably four or five hours okay filming but because it's you know editing is weird because it's like you said yeah yeah even if it's not a long video yeah. you still got to import you still got to render you still got to transcode like, you still got to get it all ready blah 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 yeah it's still but it, but that's different than a two-day edit yeah and we cut the filming down it took us two hours i think right mm-hmm for a roll and b roll um and so if you put that together and go okay call it six hours yeah that's drastic improvement throw another hour in for scripting so uh, yeah. to write the script about an hour and that's not that's not me including a little bit of time to get uh thumbnail together and get it uploaded and everything so add another 30 minutes hour so or call whatever. it eight hours total eight hours total versus days before yeah. and so um you know if we can if we can get reviews down to that point it, it makes things a little more reasonable but i i knew that we were going to be kind of just i already knew we were going to be behind on these because they all launched at the same time <laughs> like <laughs> right. drop eight chromebooks at one time you yeah know? it's like oh cool i guess we'll just do eight back to 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 back which reviews. that's not any fun no and it's, uh, and it's that'll not, lead to some burnout well, it's not realistic either like if you want me to actually use the device for a little bit and then tell you about it i can't we can't right. do them back to back that that already says like 16 weeks worth of testing and filming now we exactly we've basically burnt that up already uh that 16 weeks so we should be done at this point like just now in february if we would have started those reviews and done two weeks with each device and done a review back to back every time We'd just now be finishing. And we had Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. You had a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Moved. You you moved to another city. (laughs) You know, like there's been a few other things going on. Yeah, it's been Um, a lot. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, we want to get through these reviews, but at the same time, you know, we're not going to not do it the right way. Exactly. We're not going to just do it kind of half-ass and... So we want to make sure and do it right. And because again, the 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 review that we just put out for the five fifteen, yes, it is streamlined, 
but it still has all of the necessary pieces in my mind. It still yeah. has it still has all of the B roll that it needs. It still has a great A roll shot. It still has your excellent script. Like it's got all of the pieces. Yeah. It's just tightened up. Well, and what I realized too is, and I knew this, uh, you know, our my period of using the five fifteen was way longer than I expected it to be. Um, and so that informed the review in a couple different ways, but mainly it was after using it for a couple weeks and then moving into the third and like fourth and fifth week of using that device, of just realizing like I, there's a couple things about this that I don't love that I would rather have, but whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and so that's, that's what informed me on that review of just going, okay, well, like let's talk about that instead of, Here's the ports. Here's the because Chromebook Plus. I mean, there's a couple little differences between them from a hardware standpoint, but it's all there's a reason why Google made some hardware requirements, and these people that got Chromebook Plus on their lids, they meet them, and they don't they don't go above and beyond to exceed them. You know, I think we'll see more and more that the expert book will be one of those that you know exceeds it in some ways, but it looks like the one that we're going to get. Not really. No. Yeah. You know, it's going to be not the, a whole lot. It's going to be the. It's mainly just the chassis. Yeah. Like it's what, going to be the toned down version. I can only talk so much about how good the chassis is, and it is excellent. But then once you get past that point, you know, the screen is excellent. It's better than others. With still Chromebook Plus, so at the end of the day, it just means it works well. It does its job really well, and kind of gets out of the way. And that's the Acer Five Fifteen in a nutshell. Like. There's nothing glamorous about this Chromebook. Like it is, it is a poster child for just like, what is a Chromebook? That this is it. You're looking at it. It's all plastic, but it's not super flimsy. You know, it doesn't have a backlit keyboard or a touchscreen, but it's got some pretty good speakers. Typing on it's fine. The Ocean Glass trackpad it's fine. You know, it's 3.7 pounds. So for a 15 inch device, it's not overly heavy. It's not the thinnest, not the thickest device I've ever used. It's not flimsy, but it also doesn't feel like a MacBook Pro. You know, it's just, it's fine. It's 400 bucks, which is not my favorite price, but it goes on sale all the time for 250, 300 bucks at that price. You're not going to be sad about it. You're going to like it. It does what Chromebooks do. Like, I don't, what else? At some point, like, we just have to go, I I don't know what else to say about these. Like, until a device comes that's, a dragonfly where it's like, oh my God, like this is exceptional in all these different ways. But I think the story to tell with Chromebook Plus is that you don't have to have exceptional pieces across the board. A Chromebook experience is more about, and I said this in the review, it's like there are these pieces that make up the experience. It's not so much about the pieces, uh, Asus Chromebook CX-9. It's not so much about the pieces, it's how the pieces come together and how they work together. And you can you can do that on a budget and have it be really good. You can do that on a high dollar machine and it'd be not great. Um, and so, like if if manufacturers can focus on that, and, and what that means is like build a prototype and hand it to somebody and let them use it for a couple of days and see what they think. If they're like, oh god, like something as silly as like the HP, it wears me out every time because you look at it on a desk. The the X three sixty fourteen C, it's gorgeous. It's a really good looking Chromebook. But then you pick it up and you feel the flimsiness of the bottom. Yeah. It's like, gosh, that just gives me pause. And you realize the screen's just not that bright. And it's th- those are frustrating things that could have been fixed pretty easily. 
And so it's a perfect example of a device that in every way looks like if you put them on a desk and then lined up their specs and just showed somebody, they would be like the HP all day. Like that's a way better experience. And what ends up happening is they're not that different of an experience, really. Uh, you know, when you're talking about like, what do you do? This this thing that's in front of me is just a portal to get stuff done. It's a portal to get digital things done. And does it get in the way of me doing that or not? And the Acer doesn't, you know, and it doesn't do anything flamboyant that makes you go, God, I love this thing. It's just there. It's like it's on the desk and it's just, just as utilitarian as the desk itself. It's like, but I, you know what? That desk isn't modern art. Uh, that desk doesn't do a bunch of really crafty things. I mean, 10 years ago, that desk would have been mind-blowing. It raises. Oh, my God, I hit a button and it raises it up. It raises. Which I never do because I'm lazy <laughs> and I have a very comfortable chair. I, st- I stand like once a month now. I used to stand all the time, but now I'm just. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while I do, but I don't. But it's functional and it works and it doesn't get in my way. And so I don't. I don't need my desk to be, I don't know, to have lights. And I remember was autonomous. Here's this AI desk. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a built-in AI bot that. It's got a finger that comes out and pokes you, and you stand yeah. or sit too long and tells you to get up. Like I, you know, like whatever. That you jumped the shark. Like you went too far. This is a utilitarian product, and for you as a manufacturer of it to recognize that and then build it as such makes it better mm-hmm. and so like these are flexi spot desks we've had for years they're great they're fine they're perfect like they do exactly what we need i don't need they to haven't do worn else. out no you know and i'm like what else what else do you need from that desk nothing i don't need anything else from that desk and so yeah could we go spend three thousand dollars on desks sure would it change how we get our job done no would i even think about it no right and I, i'm starting to feel the same way with chromebooks like chromebooks and chrome os is becoming utilitarian it is i mean there's a point where it went from you know there are these super duper basic things and they're getting all these new features and all this new hardware that's getting them on par with laptops like from you know windows laptops and stuff well guess what they're on par now so this is where we are with reviews like i don't know i don't know how like the laptop the guys that review laptops do it windows laptops like like what or phones android phones God, how, how do they keep reviewing the same thing? You're saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, I, we, I have to take, I, phys, I, I, do, I do, I'm not saying everybody does, I have to take a different perspective when talking about a Chromebook um, in a review because it's telling you the same stuff over and over. You know this. Like, you already know. You know what a Chromebook does. They're utilitarian. Chrome OS is the same on all of them. Well, now it's, you know, Chromebook Plus and regular Chromebooks, but you get it. Like, what the stuff I'm saying about this one's going to be the same stuff I'm going to say about the next one. So, what's the story we can tell about this device? Like, what makes it different? What makes it something you would choose to purchase over something else? And, like, focusing on those things in our reviews, that's that's my goal moving forward. And that should mean more streamlined reviews. Yeah. Because I'm not going to spend, you know, of our 10, 12-minute review, I'm not going to spend three or four minutes regurgitating the same stuff that I've said with 10 other videos. And, you know, my apologies to anyone who's like, hey, I've never watched a single one of your videos. This is the only one I've ever watched. You know, I still got to make sure and tell the right story. But I think you did. I think you did in this one, yeah. I I feel like it went well. 
Um, and so, I mean, I got to think about those things. It's not yeah. like I can just go, yeah, you, it's a Chromebook. You get it. And then we roll credits, you know, it's like, we can't do that. But yeah, you know, telling the story in a different way is, is like my goal moving forward. Like what it's hard to differentiate Chromebooks. And so let's focus on what does because uh, one from the next, because, you know, we said this early on with, with Chromebook plus, you now have these spec requirements that are going to give you a solid user experience basically across the board. Like if you're getting yeah, a I've, Chromebook I've, Plus I've device, used each one of them for a little bit at this point, and they're all fine. There, there's going to be slight differences here and there, you know. But but across yeah. the board, if you pick up one of those devices and you need to get some work done, you're going to be able to do it. It's more about the difference, the screen sizes, or touchscreen, non-touch, convertible, not convertible, or just, that kind of stuff, or just aesthetic like yeah, the like 515 I'm, has a different aesthetic than the asus or the whatever yeah, they the, all i've got the cx34 on the desk now right. that's what i'm reviewing and it's smaller and more compact and it's white so it's got this whole look to it but it would be different if i was reviewing there's a gray one that's at costco i think or something uh but there's a gray version of that device i'm like wow well, don't buy that right yeah <laughs> it's one of the coolest things about it that yeah. it's white like it's, right. it looks cool it's 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 you know, differentiating factor. And it's like, yeah. that is what is kind of, it's cool, but it it's also, a, it makes things difficult for us because it's cool that, hey, you, you now just get to go pick one based on what screen size do you need? What form factor do you need? And do kind of the aesthetic. like yeah. one manufacturer over the other? Yeah, do you I like mean, Acer devices? Do you want that kind of, you know, like that brush metal look that's on the 515 with the, with the diagonal slash, like, Personally, I don't like it. I, I think that. it. I think it looks a little dated. I don't love it. But for someone else out there, they might look at that and be like, "Ah, that looks so great." You know, I. That is exactly what I want. Yeah. And that's fine. Like that's cool that that we have that. But from a, a review perspective, it's tough to be like, "All right, these are uh, these are all the same." We don't yeah. really need to talk about RAM or storage because it's fine. Like right. back in the day, we had to talk about RAM and storage right. all the time. Right, we got to talk about performance of this new Intel whatever chip, and I'm like, we've kind of, God, I think since 11th gen chips, they're fine, they're yeah. all good. <laughs> it, it, it's an I, Core i whatever, you know. And we'll have to have some of these discussions again as the these new Core Ultra chips come out, but mm-hmm. it's just a branding name. Like, they're going to be fine. It, it, yeah, it's it's Core i fives and i sevens and i threes with a different name on them. That's what it is. And like I said, I got to figure out once more of them come to market, and I can kind of figure it out, like. The only one we've got is the expert book, and it's it's pre-production. It's running a hard weird, to test very, it. Like, yeah, I, I can't really test that yet, but we'll know soon enough. You know, um, which ones align? Like a Core Ultra Five, I'm assuming, is probably closer to like a 12th Gen Core i3, I think, and then the Core Core Ultra Seven is going to be closer to like the i5 slash i7 because there never was that much difference in those two either from a Chromebook perspective. Like a little bit different clock speed, but not performance wise like you weren't getting much more for the i7 you're gonna pay a lot more and not get much more effort or much you're gonna pay a lot more and not get much more performance out of it um but yeah i mean what we'll talk about that a little bit but i i think we're past the point like chrome os isn't adding so much new stuff anymore that it's like i hope the processors can keep up like older processors are problematic still um Heck, I even think, I bet if I could go in there, we've got the, the HP Chromebase. It's a 10th gen Core i3, I think, with 8 gigs of RAM. I could probably work from that thing and never think twice about it. And 
And so now you're talking, you've got what, three years worth of processors from Intel that are all, they're fine. It's fine. Like, unless you're doing something very specific, you're not going to run into problems yeah. with performance if you're doing Chrome OS, Chromebook tasks. So, um, yeah, it was an interesting review process, but it's probably the one we're going to kind of stick with uh, right. of trying to be really concise, straightforward, get to the point, um, and just let you know what we think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it was, yeah, I mean, part of it is like we want to get through these, we want to review them, we want to get them out to you all, we don't want to spend a whole bunch of time getting self-indulgent on B-roll, you know, like we want to get them out. But, you know, like I said, we still want to make sure that we're, we're getting all the, the, the key information in there. And I think we nailed it with this one. Uh, this is kind of the first one of this format. You know, I, that, we had done one other one. We did the, uh, what was that last review? Man, I don't even know. Uh, I think we did the, the was it the Flex? Yes. Flex yes. It was kind of like this, but we, we did a little bit more with that one. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I again, it, as long as we've got the key info in there, you know, these are these reviews. It's so funny. It, we were having a discussion before we started rolling here about how YouTube has shifted, and you know, the 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 vloggy, long format, you know, thirty, forty hour, ninety minute videos are what are getting rewarded on YouTube. Um, it's just crazy because it. A couple years ago, that, that was, was not that the was case. A big no no. Oh, a- absolute no no. And like, like you're, this video, these reviews are too long. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it's it's like you know, so we're sitting here now saying like, all right, you know, we we want to give you all the information you need because at the end of the day, like w- we have a catalog of 10, <laughs> 15 minute videos. Like yeah. that is our that is what we do. It's like, all right, are we gonna sit here and make these big long videos? Are we gonna make big vloggy videos? Like, no, probably not. So, can we kind of go the diff- the opposite direction? Like, we're not gonna make a short for a review. Like, that seems that's too short. That is that is unfair to someone trying to make a purchase decision, an informed purchase decision. Yeah, and it, I've thought about maybe you know we could do almost like a summary real quick, and at the end, like. Generally, with short form video, you don't want it to be like, oh, go check out the blah, blah, blah. But for these, you know, I've just kind of given a surface level thing with like specs going down the, you know, on it. And, and then saying, you know, to, to hear, a, you know, fuller, like a, mm-hmm. a bigger version mm-hmm. of this, you know, check out YouTube. Yeah. Um, well, like on shorts, it's nice because you can do the related video. Yeah. Um, but so it's like we could do some of that stuff. Um, No, I think what we do, I think what we do is we do a vloggy style. We're riding around in the car talking about this device. We go to Best Buy, just roam around for a little bit, look at some other stuff. Um, I think we come back to the studio. You know, we just show you working at your desk for a little while. I think we're going to put out a 40 minute (laughs) review. (laughs) And I'm not hating on anybody who's doing longer videos for reviews. Like I was, we were just talking about the Marquez video with the vision pro, you know, his, his everything you need to know or what it's been like using it or something. You know, it was like a 30 something minute long video, but like, and it, it, it had a different flow than some of his other stuff, but it was still like informative. Like it was still a a great video. Um, I mean the, the verge review i think was 20 something minutes long yeah, and i think you know for certain videos i think it makes sense for certain pieces to of flush them out a little bit yeah yeah because like the vision pro there's nothing to compare there's, it to and it's so it's no a completely has, new piece of tech yes like, and and 
anybody that's like, no, there's MetaQuest. I'm like, no, they're, they're, this, Apple is trying to do something different here. Um, it's way overpriced and it's not feasible that anyone's going to work from this thing all day. But that's what they that's what they would want you to do. Like that's that's Spatial what they're computing. aiming at. It's not they, VR. Don't say VR. It's not a seen, VR headset. Have you seen not a uh, VR headset? Somebody did a short and they were like, uh, uh, the spatial computing is the only uh, the only our multitasking in spatial computing is a little different because you might actually leave that open app in another room, and so they're they're recording and they're doing something <laughs> and they they look. And they walk like through a dining room into the kitchen and the tab that they left in no. place and they are still sitting there. Oh, that's that's great. That's impressive. That's great. Like, that was that the one means, thing. That means that thing is mapping more than just your room yeah. at one time. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. mapped. Or at least they took the time to map their work zone as that whole area, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. But Mar- that that's pretty wild. Marquez said the one thing that it does extremely well is positioning in space. And so like it's locked like in it and, and he and, you know it's so hard to describe and that's the other thing that, that's the reason these videos are a little longer is because people are trying to describe what they're seeing right. <laughs> you know and, and you can't you, you can't relate it to other things usually you I mean, can't show it on video really the I, screen recording had, thing is i've had a hard time even like with the MetaQuest 3 like it's it's ar stuff is as good as i've ever seen like and i'm sure apple's is way better but like just the demo game that comes with the MetaQuest that like when you first load it up it has it it's this goofy little thing that you know it maps you look around you map your whole room and then you you uh, uh, you, you get this little shoot gun thing that shoots and these little aliens that are look like little fuzzballs are, are coming in your house you gotta shoot them and when you shoot them they go in this little canister that you got and it's bonkers how good this is um, like it's got your room mapped so well that th- these little critters can basically hide under stuff and behind chairs. And, and so you're having to walk around the room and, and, you know, shoot these things that are hiding behind stuff like that are fully occluded, you know, back behind. And it's like, this is occluded. bonkers. And occluded. Yeah. That's nice. You like that? <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> um, and I think I used the word right. I hope I did. No, not, I, I feel bad. I don't, um, I don't, I think so. But, it's hard to describe mm-hmm. like it's so hard to describe how cool that is and how odd it feels for digital things to be positioned in real space um so well because we've messed with you know ars i remember when like what pixel six maybe pixel four i think it's pixel four. star wars stuff yeah. and all like, that i remember yeah. I'll, I'll never forget like driving down we went on a cruise um my kids were little so this was years ago it's probably like pixel four then Pixel three. Whenever they introduced the AR stuff in the camera, and you know the Star Wars characters and stuff, I remember going. We'd stop at a Kroger to you know get some coffee and and go to the restroom and all that stuff. And you know, I remember I went to one of the urinals and I put the Star Wars the the uh, guys. I've still got the picture. I put <laughs> yep. them like standing because the way they stand, it kind of looks like they're peeing. Yeah. And so I f- spun them around and put them at the urinal, and so it looks like you know you're standing in the bathroom <laughs> with the stormtrooper peeing, and. Uh, and I remember just being so bewildered by that. I remember um, doing a video. I put a walker, the big walkers. On the there's there's this little area square. outside of our window called Walker Square. Uh, it's silly, but I put the walker on Walker Square, and I blew it up to be kind of the size it would be. You know, like it was taller than the buildings around us and stuff. You could walk around it, like looking through the phone. You walk around through the legs of it and look up and all that, like. 
And I remember doing that video and putting it on Facebook. And I get it. People are not always the brightest version of themselves on social media. There were people asking me if that was still up. Like, can I come downtown and see that? As if it was some structure that someone had built. It was that, like, realistic. And I remember just being awed by that. But realistically, that was a a kind of flawed version of AR. Like, it, it worked sometimes, didn't work the others. And if you really looked at it long enough, it's like, oh, yeah, that's not working. Yeah. But, like, with the MetaQuest... Like the, the the tracking of the objects in the room is so good, and the ability for things to hide around corners and things is so lifelike. It it is it is hard to explain. It's hard to go. Oh, it's like you know this. Well, there's no like this, and so you know those those Vision Pro videos are going to just have to be long because yeah. you're you got to try it. to describe something that most people don't even have a ability to understand, like the the gravity of what you're talking about. I think everyone listening right now should go watch our three-minute, forty-second review and mess up the algorithm. I think that's Blow what that's up. that's a that's what is needs that to happen. Is that how long it is? It's like three forty. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. That's the best. I told you. I said. I said. Whenever I was editing it, I said this might be the shortest review ever. And I've uh, said it a hundred times. I'm like, this, this one's going to be short, and it yeah. never is this time. Yep. This time three, I think it was like three forty something. Twenty twenty four. That's right. But uh anywho. When is now. when is when is when is Google going to will Google get back into the VR AR space? Daydream, listen to this. This like was they funny. Did, I feel like they did their part and yeah, are, are they're done. like, We're good. Uh my uh little nieces and nephew were over at the house and it's funny how kids find like the most random stuff like they just look through drawers like i've put things away and they just like they're like What's hey this? uncle joe can we play with this and he and and my little nephew had the the daydream headset and i was like i didn't i don't even i literally don't know where it was and he found it he found it and so i was like yeah i'll pu- i'll pull up some stuff and let let you watch so uh there's it, it whenever i put the pixel 8 in there it says incompatible you got to click out of that and then go to YouTube, and every now and then on YouTube, it would still pop up and say, incompatible yeah. phone. But I was able to find a few cool, uh, fully actual 360 videos in in YouTube and let him watch. And I tried downloading free something, free, free something, uh, a VR app on Android. Didn't work at all. Completely broken. Um, and so, like, there's just not much. But, yeah, you know, he got to swim around in the ocean with some turtles right. and stuff and look around and have it actually mapped and stuff. But I was sitting there thinking as I was watching the Apple Vision Pro content, you know, this past week, like, man, what, will Google get back into this? Or, or are they just done? And I think, I think you're probably right. I think they're... I think they were like, we... I just wanted to help. We kind of got things started maybe a little bit. And I think for them it was probably more of a play for um, YouTube. Yeah. They wanted they wanted content creators to start going, oh, we can make 360 video and have a place for people to see it. And it was like, cool, yeah, well, let's build out something to where people can do that. And I think they were dipping their toe in the water of going, is this where maybe this will go? Here's the problem with all of that stuff. In order for it to be really good on the level of what good VR is now, your phone would have to be like an 8K phone because now they're putting a 4K screen in each eye, each eye. So you have two 4K screens inside these devices. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure MetaQuest 3 is two 4Ks. And Nuts. so I'm like, you know, your phone, your phone has probably got too many pixels already. 
these large phones have too many pixels at 1440p. Yeah. You know, um, most of them come like the pixels come out of the box with like they're actually scaled down to 1080p um, that the way it's rendering you, and you can't tell like it, honestly unless you go in and even if you flip the switch it's like I th- I guess it's better I don't know I I'm sure maybe better. with tiny tiny text you might might be able to tell but most people can't and so you've already got too many pixels on a phone why are why are phone makers going to go and put 6k screens on their phones they're not to make they're, them work in vr in yeah. vr that's no one uses like that's just never going to happen so like we blew past that and i don't i just don't think there's ever any going back to yeah. that that whole thing do you remember when uh, oh man i'm blanking on his name right now when he had the uh quest the oculus Rift. oculus thank you i was like the the Jason Christ. Jason. Gosh, why was I blanking on his name? Jason. I was going to say I've been, John. I've been like, eating my uh, live it up. The uh, athletic greens. Alternative thing. stuff. Yeah. yeah. You're sharp. Every day. Sharp yeah, right now. Sharp. All right. Um, anywho, I, I remember that. I remember that. Sharp. I remember uh, on there, looking around in the Oculus yeah. that first time and being like, what the F David Blaine. There's a game that is now on MetaQuest. Uh, I bought it. I haven't played one second of it, but I bought it. Um, <laughs> just because I was so enamored with that initial thing, it's almost like a, I just I wanted it again. But it, uh, I don't remember what the name of the game even is. You were like a little fox or something. Yep, that's. But it's like a Mario, like yeah. Mario 64. Imagine Mario 64. You're not Mario. You're like this little fox thing. But imagine that game being able to play, but the game is kind of laid out in front of you a little bit and you can kind of lean because the original Oculus Rift, maybe you put that little thing on the table, yep. like a little tripod, little dude. And that's what kind of gave it spatial awareness, but it wasn't much like you only got so much. You could lean forward a foot or so and left and right a foot about, and that's about all you got. And, uh, but I'll, I'll never forget putting that thing on and see my little dude down there and kind of moving him around for a second and then leaning down and like looking into around. the game uh-huh. and getting down like in his face mm-hmm. and then he looked up and you know like there was programmed for, to look up and see you and kind of be like oh you're too close kind of thing like i'll never forget that experience and being like oh that's why this is so cool like i didn't in my mind it had always been the daydream stuff and it's like oh, 360 video cool why am i gonna wear this big goofy headset and then all of a sudden i was like oh oh there's I all kinds it. of things that can be done here and so mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. Yeah, no, it was we, cool. We got we got hands-on experience Gosh, with early. the original Oculus Rift. Yeah, that was um, that was cool. Jason Jason always delivering some cool cool stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Anywho, I think that's it for today. I I don't know where we, we left made, off. We should have made a end. video and put it on YouTube. <laughs> I know, right? YouTube would love this. Hour, Seriously, hour long. Maybe we'll get back to doing video for the podcast. You know, it's so funny. I was, I was, I was watching, um, or I was listening to the the foreplay podcast from Barstool, and um, I think they use Riverside or some something like that. And it's like I pulled up the video just to see because they referenced like the video a few times. Like pulled up the video to see. It's like it is nothing fancy, and it's like that's part of my struggle. Is like if I do it, I want to do it. Like look right. I want it to have this like cinematic thing, and it's like maybe we'll get that camera that somebody calls. I won't say the name, uh, but yeah, yeah. This is this is the YouTube link right here. Yep. One Sweet hour spot. And 11 minutes. Sweet spot. <laughs> all right. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening. We'll catch you all next time. See you.
Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.